Hello, this is the Daily Pause. It is Friday, March 31st. Can you believe it? The end of March has come, and here we are on day 33 of our Lenten voyage on the way to Easter Sunday, the resurrection of our Lord Jesus. I'm back here with Cassie Ingvald. She is from the state of Washington. Is that correct? Where did you grow up? I grew up in the Snohomish area, Monroe specifically. Is there snow in Snohomish? Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> but it has nothing to do with the name. It's it's an Indian <laughs> tribe, isn't it? Snohomish? Yes, I yeah. believe so. Yeah. Very good. When yeah. you were growing up, what was your perspective on God as a 10-year-old girl? Yeah. As a 10-year-old, I asked to be baptized. Um, so that was actually the year where that happened. But I think my perspective was, was mostly shaped by what I had seen in church. It was like, God is something that's a part of your life, maybe not your whole life. Um, and I remember... When I when I asked to be baptized, it was that I believed in God, but I didn't necessarily know what it meant to follow Him. And so I started learning that more as I went into college, but it took me a little time to figure it out. So you went to Western Washington? Yes. And that's where you got involved with Chi Alpha? Yes. And then what, what was the short story of how you got involved with Chi Alpha <laughs> as a leader? Yeah. Um, how I got involved in Chi Alpha or the leadership piece, which one? Both of them, I guess. Both? Both. Um, I spent my first two years of college sort of walking away from God. I didn't understand that I needed Christian community. And so a lot of it was me trying to figure it out and still holding this identity, but not taking it very seriously. And I actually got out of a really difficult romantic relationship over the summer, going into my junior year, and started praying again, which I hadn't done in a very long time. And uh, God answered that prayer by giving me a, a fortune cookie that was prophetic <laughs> um, from Panda Express. And it said, a change of heart will bring back what is lost. Hmm. And it just hit hard. God like, will use anything. Yeah. <laughs> I am lost. I need Jesus. And so I prayed a lot. He led me into Chi Alpha. Um, and pretty much right away, I was embraced into this community that helped me see who Jesus really was and what it cost to follow him, but also what was good about that. And I think... Um, It was really on my first mission trip. I went on a mission trip that spring to another university in California. And the first day we were going to do outreach, someone like prayed over me and said, hey, you're really going to enjoy this. So just own it. Um, And I remember having those conversations with people who didn't know Jesus at all. And um, the things I'd been learning the last six months, and I just felt like, wow, I can do this. I'm an ordinary person, but God can use me. And I think that was the first little taste I got of, man, I would love to step into some more formal ministry at some point. And so I was asked to be a small group leader. I stepped into that role and things kind of snowballed from there. Wonderful, yeah. wonderful. Well, we're so delighted to have you here in Eugene. And we're so grateful for the impact you've already made. Looking forward to you reading for us on prayer. Yeah. Come to think of it in just a few moments. But let's pause a moment before she does. And let's just... Take a deep breath and welcome the Holy Spirit into this moment that he would give us a fresh touch and a fresh awareness of his presence. Let's take some silence right now. Day 33. Pray. Jesus was praying in a certain place, 
And after he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. Luke 11, verse 1. Many people long for a firsthand interactive relationship with God. Lacking a vital sense of the eternal in their lives, they want to know how to communicate with God. In other words, they want to learn how to pray. The early disciples also want to know how to pray, so they ask Jesus to teach them. Significantly, this is the only time they ask to be taught anything. When they make this request, Jesus gives them what we call the Lord's Prayer. See Luke 11, verses 2 through 4. We can spend a lifetime learning how to pray this prayer the way that Jesus teaches us. Many assume if we just say the words, then we are praying. But this is far from the truth. These words need to be entered into, lived in, meditated on, as well as spoken. If we are interested in learning how to pray, Lent is a good time to begin. Yes, it is. So you started praying again, you said a few minutes ago. Yeah. God drew you back to that point of relationship. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the first time you prayed? Oh, in my whole life? Yeah. I don't think so. For me, it was just something I saw people doing. Mm -hmm. We... As kids, we would pray every night the same prayer. And so for me, I, I grew up with it very liturgical in a mm-hmm. sense, very rote. What was the um, prayer? Oh, man. God bless mommy, daddy, Cassie, Claire, and this long list of other people we knew. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. So I grew up thinking it was this this rote memorized thing. God bless these people, but not seeing it as uh, not seeing it as conversation. As relationship. Uh, not yeah. as relationship. Like, Lord, please take care of these people so mm-hmm. that they're okay. But um, it was a long time before I realized I can bring other concerns to him or um, I can hear him speak back. <laughs> that was radical for me that there was a conversation piece to it, mm-hmm. a real relationship building piece to it. Do you remember when you learned the Lord's Prayer? I think I did know it as a kid. Yeah, we, we sang the doxology every Sunday, so that's okay. what I was more familiar with. Right. But certainly I would have heard it. Um, I probably would have, I knew the Baptist version, and so okay. um, we would recite it in church. Yeah. But again, still a rote prayer. Yeah. Um, so it took me learning learning that there's both and there's value to both. Yeah. I heard a speech a bunch of years ago at the National Prayer Breakfast, and it was Randall Wallace who um, was the writer and director producer of Braveheart, remember oh, wow. that movie? Yeah. And he ended his speech that day. It was an amazing speech. I recommend you, recommend you look it up online on YouTube. It's 20 minutes of just great, great storytelling. But he yeah. ended, and he says, you have a prayer, pray it. Hmm. And I just think that's that we should pray for our people, that they would do as you did those many years ago when you just reached back out. Yeah. And that some may be here today and they just haven't prayed because they've been thinking a lot, Mm -hmm. but they really haven't engaged their voice and their heart. Mm -hmm. So would you pray for some that are just needing to open their heart and their mouth and pray? Mm -hmm. Yeah? Yes. Lord, we thank you that you teach us to pray. Um, Not just how to pray, but actually to pray. Um, Lord, I pray for those of us today who, um, who I think in some ways, just need to be honest in how much we need you. In some ways, that's what prayer is about. It's saying, um, Lord, I need you in my life. And that could look a bazillion different ways, um, but it comes back to me needing you and needing relationship with you. 
Um, So Lord, I pray that you would remind us to pray, (laughs) that you would remind us to pray for for the people in our lives who need a touch from you, um, but also for the things that we're struggling with. Um, Lord, to be reminded of your presence. Um, and I thank you for this, this example of a prayer that is so holistic in the areas of life that it touches. I thank you that we can be honest with you, that we need you in each and every area of our lives. Um, and I pray that you would remind us that there's nothing too big or too small to pray about, um, that we can bring each of our concerns to you and that you will hear us. And you may not answer us in exactly the way that we hope, um, but you will hear us and you will respond in some way. We thank you for who you are and your faithfulness to us, um, that yours is the kingdom and the glory and the power, um, that we should pray for your kingdom to come in each area. Uh, We love you. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Read the daily practice for us, would you? Meditate on the Lord's Prayer today. Slowly recite each line and consider its meaning for your life. Why don't we just close with that prayer? You join me in that. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who've trespassed against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. 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 Thanks, everyone, for listening. Until next time, bye-bye.